Hello there, everyone. Thank you for turning this on and thank you for taking a moment in your own day to just pause and maybe be inspired or feel a little lighter. I always pray that before I record, so I hope that's how you feel. Together, let's take a really deep breath in just to slow us down a bit. And a really deep exhale out. Bringing your mind to where your body is. Bringing your mind to where your feet are right now in this moment. I felt really inspired yesterday and in my yoga practice, In my yoga classes this morning, I talked a lot about the subject of ego, and I'm excited to share these thoughts with you today. I want to start with talking about surrender. So if you know me and my daily practice, or if you listen to my beginning podcast of surrender your plan, there's a better one. You know that this is my life practice and I'm grateful that I came to know this at a young age. And when I do my yoga practice or really anything, I am surrendering my control because I think that control, that tight plan is what brings a lot of us stress and worry and anxiety about the future and if I can just surrender have faith in things unseen surrender to a greater plan it takes the pressure off I surrender my control my quotes around right way of thinking I don't know if you know I'm probably going to say this word wrong but what's it called any enneagram <laughs> Wait, our enneagram, enneagram. <laughs> I don't know. Look it up though. Take the test. I took that test a long while ago. Um, and some people are so crazy into it, like crazy in a good way. Um, and my friend sent it the other day for our whole friend group to do. So we were all just talking about it, and I took mine. And my, I have a few that are super close, but my top one is a number one, which can be known as the perfectionist and also the reformer. There's lots of good qualities to it. We we want to change the world, you know. But the negative quality or the downside maybe is that we think we're right. We know the way. We know what people need to do. Um, and I think that that's a lot of us too. So surrendering that, surrendering that right way of thinking, my plans, my hopes, my dreams, just giving it all to God. Now, I think sometimes when saying surrender, um, it can cause confusion. Like, okay, if I'm going to surrender my life, that means I can't have goals. I can't have a vision and I can't work towards something. And that isn't true at all, right? It's so important to have a vision, to have those dreams for you and for your family and for your life. But the question is, are they standing alone? And are those visions eating up who you are? And are those visions and those dreams becoming your God? Becoming your have to, your if I have this, then I'm happy. That if and then thinking. That then this happens, when this happens, then I'm happy. When and then thinking, right? So that's the question is if that's eating you up, becoming your God, 
then that's not good. We have the visions, we have the dreams, but we surrender it to God and we let the divine swing in to bring it all into fruition to this beautiful masterpiece in our lives. I have my visions. I try, I'm not perfect, to bring them to God every day and I just repeat over and over, I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. Just saying that right there, my shoulders softened. That brings me ease and and peace. You see, my plan I make for myself is wrapped up in selfish desires, in ideas that just come from my own personal bubble of life experiences through my own glasses and lens that I see the world through, right? So why would I want that plan when I could have a plan that is fully divine and beautiful and brings me more joy than I could possibly ever imagine. And it's a greater plan. It doesn't bring me joy. Guess what? It brings others joy. It brings joy to the whole world. There's a bigger purpose. There's a bigger service of other people. So I have the vision. I pray and I wait sometimes, yes, sometimes I wait to be divinely nudged. I did that with this podcast. I waited on it. My beginning podcast were recorded a full year before I ever posted them. But then you do have to move and you need to feel divine. You wait to be divinely nudged. Then I take my next step and God guides me since I've surrendered. But... That's just a transition. That isn't the subject of today's podcast. Today's subject is dropping our ego. You see, I want you right now to pause and to think of a view you have that you have labeled right. You're right. Other people are wrong. Or maybe there's something in your life that makes you better than someone else well I'm better than this one person because I love everyone (laughs) or I'm better because I have a house that has 11 bedrooms and not a house that has four bedrooms or even I'm better because I don't see material things as who I am I'm better because I wear clothes that are organic or I wear rags and not jewels it goes both ways Maybe it's something you have or want to own that were equal success or being better than someone. Do you feel your job position makes you better or worse than someone? Pause right now. I really want you to think about that. We have to turn inward. We have to think about these things, become aware of them. Maybe I'm going to say I'm going to go there. It's a political view. There's division in your life because you're right. Someone else is wrong. That is your ego. The the dictionary definition of ego is a person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance. The English word ego is the Latin word for I. Literally translated, ego means I. So if you were writing, I love you, in Latin, you'd be writing, ego amote. 
ego develops usually between two to three years old and it's an inflated feeling of pride and superiority usually formed by past experiences of reality. Psychology Today says egocentrism has also been used in a number of ways over the years, but it comes down to perceiving the world and interpreting events from your personal vantage point. We are all inherently egocentric in that we can never break free from either our physical vantage point which is perceiving the world only from my physical location in space or our personal psychological perspective that is influenced by our experiences, goals, beliefs, identity, preferences, and biases. People differ in the degree to which they can step outside their own perspective to see things from others' viewpoints. But we are all locked in on our own egocentric viewpoint because there's no way for us to process information except from our personal frame or reference. Deepak Chopra says ego is self-image, not true self. It camouflages self. It is characterized by labels, masks, images, and judgments. The true self is the field of possibilities, creativity, intentions, and power. We can go beyond the ego through self-awareness. Awareness of our thoughts, feelings, behaviors, and speech. And I talk a lot because in this past two years, I've really grown in personal self-awareness, even in my podcast where I talk about consistency over perfection. I talk about how even in our, in our realm of health, healthy mind, body, and spirit, you have to be aware. You have to be aware of how you feel. You have to be aware of your energy. You have to be aware of your thoughts. When we're aware of our mind, we can change our mind. When we're aware of our, our cycle of negative thinking, we can break through that and start to change it. When we're aware of our words, then we can become aware, oh, well, if I say this this way, that could really hurt somebody else, right? Because our words make an impact. So I love how, okay, I get what ego is, but how, how can I go beyond it? self-awareness becoming aware and a lot of times I becoming aware a lot of people will say through meditation I am not a consistent meditator um, but a lot of people find awareness through that I feel like I find a lot of awareness for myself through journaling through reflection um, through talking with others through asking through having hard questions, through asking people the really hard questions of like, how can I be better? How can I be a better friend to you? And then not asking it to then have an excuse or to then tell them why I am a great person, but to just ask and listen. Um, Going beyond ego is through prayer. For me, through reading scripture to 
through connecting to the God that created you and I. I found this picture I came by and doesn't have an author, but it says ego versus soul. Ego seeks to serve itself. Soul seeks to serve others. Ego seeks outward recognition. Soul seeks inner authenticity. Ego sees life as a competition. Soul sees life as a gift. Ego seeks to preserve self. Soul seeks to preserve others. Ego looks outward. Soul looks inward. Ego feels lack. Soul feels abundance. Ego enjoys the prize. Soul enjoys the journey. Ego is cause to pain. Soul is cause of healing. Ego rejects God. Soul embraces God. Ego is me. Soul is we. I love that as just kind of a transition into dropping our ego, right? And that thought sometimes brings me, I've been thinking about this a lot too, I guess the question of can we trust our feelings? And for me, this is where God comes in, right? Because I've even said this before when people say everything you need is within you and kind of that soul thought a little bit as well. I connect that to everything I need is within me because the Holy Spirit is within me at all times that I can connect to anytime. But if it's simply just within me, that doesn't make me feel strong or empowered. That actually makes me feel weak because my feelings, I can't trust. My feelings are confusing. They are up and down, left and right. They lie to me. My brain is a funky place, right? So I have it all in me? No, that feels like ego to me. Me, 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 the I, 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 I. It is all within our divine and all-powerful and all-loving God. When I connect to God, I connect to the Holy Spirit within me. I connect to a greater divine power. And I can say from personal experience, I have felt that connection. A deep-rooted and inner knowing that I am connected to God. So I trust what I'm doing is very much guided through the daily surrender, through the daily connection has brought me because I went through a phase where I was really confused. Like, well, am I, is this my ego? Is this, is what, where am I just my flesh moving me along through, through life? That ego part of me, the I, 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 that wants more, that wants this or that, or that's creating these visions, right? But then it's the daily practice. It's the daily surrender. It's daily prayer. It is talking to God, not having a religion, having a personal relationship with the God that created you. So through that daily surrender, I'm talking years, maybe I would say daily surrender has probably been two years. I've come to this deep inner knowing. And it's like this deep feeling. I'm touching my stomach, like inside of me. It's that Holy Spirit within. I feel so connected. And I'm so open to God's plan and trust that I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. 
that I know what I'm doing is being guided. That's where that trust comes in, that faith, you know? I think a lot of times when we come to, it doesn't have to be me, me, me. It can be thank you, God, thank you, God. It doesn't have to be I, I, I. It can be we, we, we. That's where people then feel like, well, my cup's empty. Like, I, why would I make it all someone else, someone else? Like, I need to serve myself. I need to help myself. And yes, you do. That service of other people um, comes when, when you're able to give that. And for some people, that's different. That's I need my cup to be full to serve. Other times, like my dad told me, if you feel alone, if you feel empty, serve someone else. That's going to give you that filling up that you need. I saw a question of someone to Eckhart Tolle and who said, well, what's the difference then between ego and a healthy self-esteem, right? Because there is a difference between confidence and pride, right? And I just kind of loved a little part he said of healthy self-esteem is no longer gratifying once you get older. And I just thought, That made me smile because, you know, happy with things leaves. It's fleeting. You you feel as you get older, he was saying, like, you feel an emptiness. Like, what is this all about? What's this life all about? Love. Love. To love God who created you and me the universe, the stars, the insects, the animals, the mountains, the sea, created it all. To love God with all our heart and with all our soul. And to love people. To be at harmony with all living things. To love others with all our heart and soul. Surrender. Let go and let God. Lay down your ego. It's all a daily practice. I love this quote that says, Opinion is really the lowest form of human knowledge. It requires no accountability and no understanding. The highest form of knowledge is empathy, for it requires us to suspend our egos and live in another world. It requires profound purpose larger than the self-kind of understanding by Bill Bullard. So take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. And repeat to yourself, get curious over judgmental. Get curious over judgmental. When I don't understand someone or some things, I'm going to ask questions. I'm going to listen. I'm going to suspend my ego because ego seeks to divide and separate. Spirit, love, God, Jesus seeks to unify and heal. For you are called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. Apostle Paul says that. You see, it's not I am right and you are wrong. 
It's I am love and you are love. God is love. Letting go is very hard, but feeling free is beautiful. Thank you for tuning in today. If you want to continue this, so this podcast, it's not its not a right or wrong. It's just thoughts to get your wheels turning, to get your mind wandering, to get you journaling. It's a conversation. It's not... It's not this or that. It's just a conversation. So thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening. I pray right now in this moment that you can feel lighter, that you can feel more at peace, that when you hear the birds and see the stars, you can feel a connection, that you can let your wheels turn but not have it stop there. Talk to God. Ask your questions. Ask for divine guidance in your life. And be open and willing to hear the answers, to see them, to listen, to not only ask, but to listen. I'm praying for your peace, love, and forgiveness in your own heart and onto others and all humanity. My name's Jules, and I love you, and I'm here to spark conversation rooted in love. Have a beautiful day.